Hey, John from FatSexBlog.com. Think about this. $1 per day in revenue added to your site puts $1,000 to $1,350 into your pocket. Like, think about that. Adding a buck per day in revenue puts four figures into your pocket. How? Okay, well, it's pretty simple. A site earning $1 per day is making 30 bucks per month. Today's site valuations, let's say it's 40X. That's 40 times 30 is 1200 bucks. That's how it works. So if you're making one buck a day and you bump it up to two bucks a day, you just put an extra 1200 bucks into your pocket. It's pretty cool, right? I mean, when you break it down into small little numbers like this and how big of a impact that can have on an online publishing business kind of makes it simpler because we're always talking about, especially me, I'm totally guilty that we're talking, we're talking these big numbers, you know, 400 published articles, 8,000 visitors per day, $6,000 per month, all this stuff you know, if you're starting out, these are these are way off into the future. I mean, I know everyone is is excited to get there, and I certainly was. I mean, I I, I could tell you when I started out, I could still remember distinctly, just thinking, "Wow, it'd be so great to to get up to those numbers." But you know, let's break this down. I mean, if you're just getting started out, but even even for someone who's been doing this for a long time, uh, I, I you know, on a day to day basis, if you think about it, just if I just do something today to add a dollar in revenue to any one of my websites, that is an extra 1200 bucks in my pocket. It's that simple. And I really like that. And it totally holds true. So the follow-up question to that would be is how many visitors per month is that? How much do you have to add to, to make that? Well, obviously it's going to vary, but let's just do a ballpark. If you're making 15 bucks per thousand visitors, that's an extra 2000 visitors per month. It seems a little bit harder than a buck a day, doesn't it? I agree. You know, it's 2,000 visitors. Okay, well, that's, that's a fair amount of traffic. But it's still very doable. When you think about, I have articles that get 20 plus thousand visitors per month, one article. Now, these sites have been around for quite some time. But, you know, for one article to hit 2,000 visitors per month, it's not even close to beyond the realm of possibility. It's very, very possible. A lot of bloggers average you know, 500 to 1,000 visitors per month per article. Mine's a lot lower. But let's talk about the average. If you average 300 visitors per article, and that's sort of where, where I'm falling in across my sites, that's seven new articles per month to publish to your site. Well, it's not very much, right? I mean, that that's that's what you need to grow. Like seven articles averaged 300 visitors per day. That's 2,100 visitors per month. That's seven articles per month. Okay, so this is obviously a very simplistic approach to viewing this entire business. You know, if your goal for the next year is to add $1 in revenue to your site, not terribly lofty, not going to build up a huge business. But I think sometimes it's helpful to break it down like this. So another interesting way to break this down, I get so many questions about content and keyword research and content planning because the message is out there and the message is clear. Our product is content, okay? Well, as soon as you grasp that, that will give you basically a full understanding of what this business is. So I get a lot of questions about content and I'm still learning a lot about content. And one interesting, or I should say helpful way to think about the content on your website and how to plan for it in the long term and how to structure it and think it through and how to logically 
organize it all and come up with with more and more topics that's going to help your readers is to view it as a in-depth, info-rich, nonfiction book. Okay, back in the day before the internet, we had authors who worked with editors who the nonfiction industry is is huge. You know, so it's basically all of the all of the various niches that we talk about today with online. There were published books in those areas, and and there still are today. And these books need to be organized. These need to be meticulously researched. They got to cover all the main topics that a, a purchaser of the book would expect to read, and so on and so forth. So if you struggle with the idea of planning out a large niche site, one helpful tip to do is go look at the table of contents and leaf through some nonfiction books, particularly if you could find a really good one in your niche. That's going to help you out. Now, I'm not saying you just go through the book and you just basically copy all the topics and, and copy the book. I'm not saying that at all. I'm saying it'll help you sort of organize and see how deep and, how, you know, how broad and how deep these books go into the various categories within that particular niche. And I think it's a good exercise. So, you know, I I, I didn't I didn't reconcile the fact that what we were doing on the internet as online publishers was really being nonfiction authors, but that is essentially what we are. Interestingly enough, now I don't know what authors made with nonfiction books back in the day. Obviously, the very popular business books and perhaps popular lifestyle books, uh, such as in fitness and so forth, th those authors made made piles and piles of money because they would sell millions and millions of books. But for your general, let's say you had somebody who wrote a pet care or dog care book that wasn't some massive phenomenon or cultural phenomenon. It was just, you know, a nice bread and butter little earner. I mean, I don't think these authors made millions of dollars. I think they made a half decent living. And I remember being in a bookstore years ago, well before the internet was really even taken off. It's quite, I don't know, I think it was early college. And I just thought, wow, it'd be so cool. I used to read a lot on fiction. I thought it'd be so cool to just you know, get hired to write these nonfiction books. And I recognized, you know, they, they make a living. They're not, they're not, they're not uh, Sidney Sheldon or Tom Clancy or John Grisham authors, but they, they're making a living writing about stuff that interests them. I thought that'd be so cool. And, and I'm not making this up that I actually had that thought uh, because it is interesting because fast forward, boy, it must be getting on uh, 15 years after that is when I discovered the niche business. And it's probably a, a reason why it resonated with me so much because I liked the concept years before that anyway. So Need help? Think about it as a nonfiction book. Now, lastly, I want to talk about a recent uh, experiment I ran in 2021. I'm I'm toward the tail end of it. I have some results, and I did a video on it. And it's the video is called the uh, case study: 74% uh, in traffic increase after five outreach link building campaigns. So basically, I'm going to talk briefly about just give you the brief numbers of pretty much the first at scale link building campaign I've ever done. I've, I, if you follow Fat Sykes for any amount of time, you know I'm, I'm not into link building. I don't talk about it. I haven't really done it at scale. I've done it here and there, little bits, but nothing at scale. And this is more at scale. So essentially what I wanted to do is take one of my smaller sites. It's site nine if you follow the income reports. And and it was sort of a right in a perfect situation where I thought, well, if I'm going to try some link building experimentation, this site's perfect for it, just where it was at. It had a little over 400 published posts when I started this. It was getting about 3,500 visitors per day. It was attracting links on its own. It was sort of coming into its own. It's 13 months old. So I thought, hey, you know, if, if any site that I have is just ripe to really 
get a benefit from, from investing into link building, this was it. So that's what I did. And the results so far, it's far too early to conclude entirely as to results. But I did notice in August that the traffic has increased considerably from when I started this at 3,500 visitors per day. It's now at around the 6,100 to 6,700 days, which is pretty cool. It's a 74% increase. Now, I'm not suggesting that this link building campaign is solely responsible. I think there's a lot of factors involved here, and I think they're all contributing a bit to it. So, the the service that I used was Niche Website Builders. I'm, sh- I'm sure you've heard of them, been around a while, and they offer this service called the Skyscraper Shotgun Link Building Program Campaign. And basically what it does is they publish a really cool, link-worthy, I don't want to say it's a link bait article because it sounds negative, but it's it, the topic is designed to be interesting and for other websites to think like, or look at that content and say, oh, I'll, I'll link to that. It's actually pretty good. It's not just some product promotion type article. So anyways, what they do is they publish that and then they contact and do a huge outreach program to attract links. So uh, I was very happy with the service. I had never done something with it before, but I know enough about link building to know that the uh, ultimate cost per link was very good. It came down to $87 per link. They built a total of 92 links across four skyscraper articles. I did a fifth, it's a work in progress, so that outreach campaign just started. So 92 links uh, over four four campaigns or skyscraper articles came to 87 bucks per link. I know enough about the link building industry that there are people who are charging for half decent links out there north of 200 bucks. So for me, 87 bucks, and, and they, they, are, they are quite good links. They provide a sheet with the sources of all the links and all that so I can see that. So I know they're good. So this is a recent experiment. Is this something I would use on my largest site that has over 100,000 referring domains and well over a million monthly visitors from search and so No, I, I would not use it on such a site. I don't... I just don't think that adding, let's say, 100 links is for, for what it would cost is really going to do much for the site. But a service like this is really great for newer sites. My site was at the 13-month uh, stage, which is still a fairly newish site. I'd say anything under two years is a fairly new site. And a- any site in that range could could benefit considerably from such a service. Now, the obvious question is, as well, is this type of link building safe? And uh, I was pleased. Part part of that really got me excited about this service. I did start it before I had read the quote or the article, but searchenginejournal.com recently had John Mueller from Google who answered this question. He said, yeah, outreach is is totally fine to get links to your site as long as you don't offer money or offer some quid pro quo for it. So they consider a, a natural approach to link building. So that's really cool. And so that that is a big reason I'm actually even talking about the service right now because I was using it and um, I think it's been a, a reasonably good success for my site and I think they did a really good job. The articles that they provided me was excellent as well. Anyway, so it, it's a legitimate link building service, which is nice to hear. The reason I stopped using it though is I think with all things except for more and more content, but even maybe with more and more content, this could be a topic to think about and maybe for me to discuss sometime. But there's diminishing returns. You know, the first first three or four or five of these shotgun 
uh, skyscraper campaigns, I think are having a really good benefit. But if I did like 20 of them over the course of three years, I mean, I could be totally wrong. Maybe, maybe doing 20 is, is the best way to go about this. I don't know. But in my mind, I'm like, well, the site's getting links on its own. It's the traffic is growing. I've sort of greased the wheels with these campaigns, which is excellent. And, you know, I've, I've implemented them within the site structure so that I'll get SEO benefit quite broadly through the site with interlinking and so forth. And so for my thinking, it's a diminishing returns if I kept going. So I stopped at five. Do you have to do five? No, you can do just one. And I think one with on a, on a younger site would also have a huge benefit. I wanted to really go all out with the service to see what it could do. And so, but you know, at some point I got to stop, but it's not a cheap service. Link building is not a cheap endeavor, whether you do it yourself and set it up or whether you hire people to do it. It is a very expensive endeavor. It's not like 20, 2009 when it was like software did it. It was super easy. But anyway, you know, it's not cheap. So, you know, I'm thinking, well, I could use this money to better uses on the site. But I'm, I'm overall, I'm very happy with the outcome of this. And that's why I'm mentioning it in today's podcast. I certainly don't want to suggest that all the traffic increase is a result of this solely. I think it's a contributor. I think there's other aspects at play, such as the Google updates that are recent, new content being added, older content rising in the in the ranks. But I think when you put it all together, including these campaigns, that it helps with the traffic. Uh, I'll, I'll end with a final note is the, the reason this service, I think, was a, a big success for me is the, the content they actually put out was was really quite good. It was about 4,000 articles or 4,000 words per article. They have custom graphics. The writing was good. The research was good. And I can see, and the topics were good within the niche. And I could see why it would work. If the, if the content was junk, it wouldn't work. And so when I saw the first article, I I was pleased because I, I knew enough about outreach that, well, I, th- I think other sites would link to this. And I was right. And so... Uh, I would use them again for the right site. I, was, I wouldn't use it for my largest site. I don't see that there'd be any benefit, but any smaller sites that I have up and coming that are sort of coming into their stride, the six to 12, 18 month mark, I would certainly use a service again. Thanks for listening.